Welcome to the next episode of the Talent Talk Podcast. Before we get into everything we're doing today, I would like to introduce you to our two newest hosts for this 2020 semester. Take it away, boys. Hello. I'm Daniel Eisen Anderson. This is my first year on Talent, um, and I'm excited to be involved with the hooliganry on this podcast. My name is Asher Bloom. This is also my first year on Talent, and I'm just excited to talk into a microphone. And I am extremely excited to uh, see what kind of content you'll be putting out this year. And uh, I think this will be an excellent semester of podcasts. I agree. All right. So welcome back. Uh, we're here with... Miss Bowers and Grace Larson Anderson here to talk about academic decathlon. So, how are you doing today? Doing well. Pretty solid. That's good to hear. Thank you for joining us. So, first of all, what is Academica? Um, it's a competition, um, an academic competition, obviously, and there are uh, seven subjects. Uh, it's we have to study through the whole year leading up to a competition in February, and the subjects are social science, math, literature, art, music, economics, and science. Um, and at the final competition in February, there is also a speech and interview category. And there's also an essay. And an essay. And there's super quiz. Oh, yeah, super quiz, which is scary. What is, what is super quiz? Um, that's the part where the starting teams, which are the three highest scores from the scrimmage in each category, there's three categories based on GPA, varsity, scholastic, and honors, with honors being the highest. Um, and at the final competition in February, at the end of the long day where everyone's been taking tests, we go into a big room and um, all the starting teams from every school um, compete based on category in like kind of a Jeopardy style uh, quiz game quiz bowl where they ask us 14 questions two from each category and we get points and there's that's the one thing that people can come and watch so there's cheering sections from various schools some schools more bigger than others <laughs> um but cb's had a pretty good cheering section past couple of years and uh, you can watch and see the team progress through the super quiz it's kind of exciting and for me nail-biting so, Grace, you, you're a senior here, so mm -hmm. how long have you done Academica personally? Um, just two years this year and my junior year. Uh, I transferred my sophomore year, and I was kind of, like, anxious about doing anything that year instead of focusing on school and trying to get my bearings. So I didn't really do that much my sophomore year, and then my junior year I was like, all my friends are doing this. I want to do it. So I did. What, what was the stress like when you... We're already well. I mean, from be, uh, being doing school and then stacking this kind of on top of it, was it difficult to transition from just having schoolwork to kind of doubling that a little bit? Yes, 
But I also think it really depends on the person because some people commit themselves more to Akadeka than other people do. So the load for me was different than someone who, say, didn't care that much. I really cared about what I was doing and I still care. And so I take on a lot of extra things that maybe I don't really need to do, but they help me in the competition in the long run. Okay. And then, Nemes Bowers, you were the director of Academic Decathlon. How long have you been running it? Um, well, Ms. Keller and I um, started eight years ago. And um, she was originally the head coach, and I was the assistant, and we've sort of flipped. Okay. I'm now the head coach, and she's the assistant coach. Um, it's been an interesting – it's been a learning curve for us as, as well, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so have there been any major changes that you've noticed within the team or the way the team functions throughout those eight years? Has they, have they improved? Have, has it declined? Well, the biggest change for us was um, about six years ago, five years ago, um, we – were allowed to have a zero period class and um it became really obvious if we were going to be even remotely competitive we needed to have a set meeting time a regular time for that first semester and i mean that's not the only time we meet we we meet over the summer we meet all through january um again zero period a lot of early mornings um but it that was a game changer the other big change is we've gotten a lot better last year we were top five we made the podium which was a big big deal what what, when did you guys meet before you had the zero period whenever we could like once or twice a week maybe all school lunch and Mm -hmm. it was kind of an indifferent it trying to get a time that everybody can meet is almost impossible with all the commitments of all our students Mm -hmm. And it became obvious that we needed something that was kind of exclusive of other events. So unless somebody's in vocal jazz or, well, vocal jazz, they can do this. <laughs> That's good. What else do you have there, Asher? Well, so Akadeka takes a lot of preparation, but what does the competition actually look like once you get there? Um, the competition, so we arrive, it starts at 8 and it goes till we have we leave around five, um, so it's an all day event from on Saturday, um, this coming Saturday actually, uh, February first, and um, we get there and then we receive a card that has our room assignment, and it has an assignment room for our interview, our speech, and our testing. Um, this year they're doing all the testing in one room, so it's going to be different and we're all just going to go to one big room and they give us the tests and if there's music, they play the music over the loudspeakers so we can all hear it. And we just take seven tests with breaks and a lunch break and then we do our speech and interview at various times around the day and the essay is done beforehand. Wow, that's a lot, it sounds like. Yeah. And it ends with the super quiz. So after they've done all these things, then they're on stage. So it is a long and exhausting day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow, yeah, that sounds like it's, it's really tiring. Yeah, I take a really big nap when I get home. <laughs> are, you, are you excited for it coming up, or how do you I, feel? I'm excited, actually. I, I think I've prepped pretty well this year. I, I prepped well last year, but I had a couple of um, my, my team members on the starting team last year were really, really talented, and they worked really hard, and they knew a lot. Um, and so I wasn't really expected to, I was expected to do well, but I wasn't, I was the fall guy for the super quiz, which is if we don't know the answer, um, two people put the answer that they think is most likely. And then 
the third person, me in that case, would take the answer that was probably wrong, but we wanted to just hedge our bets. That's that is based on the strategy because only the top two scores scores actually count. Mm. So it's you, you have to figure out who is going to try to go for those highest scores and who's going to be like the official guesser or the fall guy. So, yeah. Right. I and mean, so during the competition how is how are things like ranked sort of like when you when you actually do the questions like is your final ranking in the end based entirely on like the average of the amount of questions you got right or this one I'll take because this is uh, it it took me years to figure out how they scored it. <laughs> I think it's I think it's um, intentionally obtuse yeah. so that mm-hmm. you don't look too deeply. I don't know. They ultimately will take the top two out of the three in each grade level on a team, the top two scores overall, and all of their scores will go into the team score. So. You might have the highest score in music, but if you're not one of the top two highest scores in your group, that score isn't going to count. Huh. Yeah. And the same with the super quiz. It's not just the number of questions you get right. It's the top two out of three in the three categories. So it's, it's kind of an odd thing, and there's th- thousands of points. I mean, the winning team will have, like, 29 or 30,000 points overall <laughs> and then you just figure out where you place in that and oh geez yeah somebody wow. else does all that <laughs> so with all the scoring and it sounds like it's very exhaustive and there's a lot of strategy it sounds like it's almost like a normal like a like an athletic sport so I mean how would you how do you do you think it compares to an athletic sport or what do you think about that um in it's term, for your brain it's, yeah <laughs> it's not I wouldn't I'm going to take away the athletic part because <laughs> there is in no way an athletic sport unless you call walking around in the rain last year athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, consider that. And, um, but it is difficult. It's, I like it because I really enjoy learning. And um, the categories, they allow me to expand my knowledge. And so now I know really obscure facts about the 60s <laughs> that I didn't know before. That was last year's major theme Yeah, was the 60s. Um, and I can, like, tell you about, for this year, I can tell you about Anne Boleyn's Oh, Death, Rock Me to Sleep, a song that she wrote. And it's, so it does stretch your brain, and it's an exercise for your brain, and it's definitely tiring because we have to be there at 7 a.m. three times a week. And then once it gets into um, the fall semester leading up to the competition, we're here sometimes four times a week, and we stay wow. after school. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It is sort of a cross between a, a sport and a class yeah. um, in that there's training involved, there's extra time involved, and they have to be in a class. It's uh, I call it sports for the brain, you know, mm-hmm. as, as you'd said, um, but with a minimal <laughs> minimum of physical activity yeah. for sure. And so you mentioned a theme. Uh, does so every year does the competition have a separate theme? We get the theme for the next year, usually in March, and um, which is interesting because by February we're all so done, 
And it's just like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have to think about that. As soon as the new theme comes out, I get excited again. It's like, oh, look at this. Um, especially if it's a good one. And this year's theme is in sickness and in health. And it's, mm. so it's, it's about illness and mortality and all things related. So wow. I could see how that corresponds to things like science and mm. literature. How would you relate that to something like the music subject? How would that work? So... Um, what you get is a lot of, there's some songs like Dies Irae, which were used in funerals throughout history. And then um, it's, there's a lot of operas, actually. There's one about the Elf King. There's um, Dido's Lament, which is from, I think it's an opera about Aeneas, and she dies yearning for her lover. And then um, one of the songs is the sacrificial rite um, from Igor Stravinsky's ballet. And um, this is the song. It's like a culmination of oops, a culmination of everything that's happened throughout the ballet. And this girl dances herself to death, worshiping this god. So, yeah. That's dramatic. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, do you have you had any like favorite themes over the past few years? I guess that's more directed at Miss Bowers. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to hate this theme when I first saw it because it's all sciency. That was my thought. Mm -hmm. And then I looked into it and I saw, okay, the, the, the novel is Frankenstein. That's awesome. And I, I think this is a really cool theme because it, it appeals to all different subject areas in really, I think, interesting ways. My favorite theme was probably World War II or World War One, mm -hmm. the, um, the 60s was a ton of fun, definitely my favorite music. <laughs> um, and there have been some I've really struggled with. Um, innovations in energy was... Oh, <laughs> was, I mean, that's, that's a broad subject. ...was just awful, <laughs> awful. Everything, that was not fun. It was hard to... F what made it so awful, were there? I, I, it was just... Uh, I didn't like anything about it. I didn't, it just was not, mm -hmm. it was not pleasant for me. <laughs> I think Ms. Keller probably liked it because it was so science heavy yeah. and everything kind of leaned toward that, but it was just a very, very dry subject. I like things that are historically based mm -hmm. um, a little bit, a little bit more toward the humanities. And this one I think is much more balanced, even though it's rooted in science. Um, I think I really like this category this year. I remember um, the 60s was nice. The science section was weird because it was lasers and it was just, <laughs> it was, I, I was like, I guess, I guess that connects to the 60s. Okay. But um, this year, all of the sections are pretty interesting except economics. Why except economics? Because economics is pretty much the same every time or very similar. And it's just, is it's, it just number tracking? Like kind of yeah, thing? it's it asks you about what a um, spending curve looks like, and <laughs> there's, yeah, there's questions it's, in here. It's very very theoretical. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had Miss Neff come in has and she's taught a class or two with the kids, but economics is one of the toughest subjects we have this year, and usually we have one or two kids that are really into economics and we really don't this year on our no. starting team <laughs> so but we have people who are really into other things so mm -hmm. just how it plays out well it, i mean it sounds like there's a lot 
you have to tackle, you know? <laughs> it's a, just it's such a wide yeah. range of things. Yeah. Um, it seems like almost doubling your school load. That's yeah. It's a lot. It, it is a lot. Um, but the thing is that you should know everything, but people tend to focus on certain subjects mm-hmm. so you don't feel like you're overwhelming yourself. Like, I focus on music, art, math, mostly, um, and try to learn about those to the highest extent mm-hmm. because... I know the other subjects, but when we're in the super quiz, when I'm doing my scoring, those are the subjects that I really am interested in and also have studied. <laughs> so. And so w- when you're studying things like uh, through all these different categories, is there a method that you pursue in, or, like, more, in more specific detail to kind of really ingrain all this information into your head? Personally, this is kind of excessive, but personally, I like to take the cram kits, which is like music in three pages. It's like a super condensed version of the curriculum. And usually it's organized very strangely or mm-hmm. they it's um, they put certain things together, but they shouldn't be together or mm-hmm. they separate things, but they shouldn't be separate. And I'll take those music in three pages and I will retype them in my own mm. personal document and that helps me remember these facts that I've read before and it helps me reorganize the information and it especially helps I think with the essay because then I have this like handy little packet that I can just flip through before going into the essay and be like ah these are the important parts I highlighted these so do you think like learning to study for like such a large amount of stuff has helped you with school overall like do you think academia has helped you in school oh yeah absolutely it's helped me be able to process larger portions of information Mm. because a lot of the text is pretty dense. (laughs) I mean, when you get into like the cram kits, um, the writers try to be funny, but in the text, they're kind of funny, but not really. So it's not that interesting unless it's something you're really interested in, like art or music for me. Mm. Just to clarify, we have a set curriculum and it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages long. Wow. And very, very dry, very, very dense, just enormous. We also subscribe to a thing called Demideck that has sample tests and quizzes and uh, worksheets that they they could do. Um, We use a lot of that. They also have resource guides and cram kits, which are super, as she said, super condensed versions which are great. When you get to the final month or so, you're no longer rereading the curriculum. You're hitting the cram kits. Mm. You're hitting the condensed stuff. Um, but, yeah, it is it is an enormous amount of information, which is why we start in May. And we try to knock, this past year, we tried to knock all of literature out, one of the subjects, one of the seven subjects out during the summer. You know, the oh, novel... Wow. And yeah, yeah, and and honestly, if we could knock two out, I think that would even be better. And no, now this program, Demi Deck, is that like a third party system, or is it run by the Decathlon? Or I, you know what, it's something we subscribe to. I, 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 I honestly don't know mm-hmm. from whence it came. Um, <laughs> I just know we get it, and it's very useful. Miss <laughs> Miss yeah. Keller could answer that question better than oh, I. Okay. It's extremely helpful. I know a lot of people to study make flashcards because a lot of the sections have terminology. And so for music and I think science, especially those two. And social studies. And social studies. Yeah, music, science, social studies, and sometimes economics. 
they're very vocab heavy on the questions. So they'll ask you like, which of these is, I don't know, um, a representation of blah, 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 blah. And then it'll be a vocab term. So a lot of people make flashcards either online or um, there was a guy last year, Nick, Nick who made many, many flashcards. Well on, over a thousand. On paper. Wow. And he was a multi-medal winner. Yeah. Was wow. that Nick Kennedy or was no. that someone else? Okay, no. I was like, I feel like he wouldn't do that. No, he, like, yeah, he like, would not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have any other questions, Asher, over there? I do. So... It sounds like, you know, you've had to train and prepare a lot for this. Um, how about, to put it in context, if you, if you happen to have a question that you could ask me and Daniel, who are not involved in Akadeka <laughs> and are not well prepared, you know, I think, I think that could be fun. Okay. Um, so this is one that we got this morning during our super quiz practice. Mm-hmm. Um, which of the following occurs in Barber's Adagio for Strings? A, contrasting themes, B, ascending tetrachord, C, military rhythms, D, descending tetrachord, or E, clear-cut sections. Well, what do you think about that, Daniel? Uh, well, I actually, I, I know what it is because oh. you guys were talking about it, but <laughs> it is well, ascending tetrachord. That, you know, I was going to say that same thing. <laughs> Asher knew it. He knew it. He, he, had, knew, he, it? he knew it? Yeah. I think we all knew it. <laughs> I think we all knew it. Okay. I, can I just throw in one more thing? Yes, of course. Um, I will start recruiting for next year's team once we get the theme in March. Mm-hmm. So um, it, while it may sound daunting, we need students of all GPAs. We're, we're required to have students with A averages, B averages, and C averages. And it looks great on a college application. It's You're part of a team it, it is a lot of work, but it's also, I, I think, a lot of fun. And the payoff, you know, we have an awards banquet and uh, medals give, are given out, and it's, it's kind of a flashy da- night. And um, I just would really encourage any student thinking about this who is looking for something to do outside of the classroom. Well, this is actually inside the classroom, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> looking for an extracurricular to please come and talk to me. I would love to to see you on our team next year. I think the biggest benefit is that team community. Um, It's kind of hard to get into it in the beginning of the year because a lot of people are new and you don't know everyone's names. But once you establish the starting team and you kind of know how things are going to look getting closer to the competition and you start meeting separately from the meetings that we have at school, you get closer and you work together you want everyone to succeed and i really think that that's awesome it sounds like a fantastic experience it really does sound like a fantastic experience so well i think we're the bells in a ring yeah second here so it's been a pleasure having you two on this has been fantastic and thank you for your conversation yeah thank you for joining us thank you appreciate it thank you for listening (laughs) you should come support us on saturday at around 345 at where at Folsom High School because that's when the super quiz starts and that's when people can watch. Be there at B-Square. You heard it here first. That's right. Good luck. Thank you. you Bye.